I've been thinking about my morning routine and my routines in general. And I think I'm coming up with some challenges in a fun life hack. Next on, I should be writing season 19, episode 13. Well, I should be writing. I should be working on my Hi there. Welcome to I Should Be Writing. This is a podcast for wannabe fiction writers, and I am your host, Mer Lafferty. Podcaster for 18-ish years, writer with seven books out, eighth coming out this fall. Uh, Chaos Terminal is available for pre-order. Wherever books are sold. The more you know. Anyway. So yeah, I've been talking about writing for quite some time, and my uh, podcast is designed to help you get through whatever stupid thing your brain is saying about you not being good at what you want to do with your creative life. I'm actually kind of excited. I am very happy with the episode I recorded earlier today. Being, um, it's about the inner critic, or the bully, as I, I like to call it. And I had a couple of epiphanies, mind-blowing things to talk about regarding the inner critic. And I'm excited for you guys to hear that, but that'll be up soon. It, I think it's supposed to be up next before you even hear this. So you will have heard this if you're hearing it recorded. But if you're hearing it right now as it's live, you will not have heard it. Podcasting is like time travel. Sort of. As for me, um, I was telling the streaming audience before we got officially started here, I'm... I don't know what makes good brain days and what makes bad brain days for ADHD, but Monday and Tuesday were bad days, and Wednesday and Thursday have been good days. So I can happily say that I've gotten um, a good amount written on my novella. I'm happy with the way it's going. And, um... So yeah, got getting work done on the novella. I'm happy with the direction it's going. And um, this is the first thing I will have written where there are people I don't think I can show it to because while I did leap off into obvious different directions, it does have a kernel of my life in the start of the novella that some people may find annoying that I made reference to. So, yeah, I don't know if, if I'll ever be able to share this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, the, I'm still happy with where it went because my, my, I got some weird stuff in my family and my half-sister and I always talked about we should 
go on Oprah one day and certain people are still alive and then the Oprah-type show is not really a thing anymore, so I figure I would say some of our stuff in fiction. And then, you know, go in a different direction, change names, change personalities and stuff, but the kernel is there anyway. So that's what I've been up to. Good news. It is time for good news. If you have good news, please put it in the chat. If you have good news and you're listening to this later, please email me, mightymer at gmail.com, and give me your good news because we like good news here. My good news is I graduated from physical therapy today. I didn't get a diploma or a cool hat, but I got cleared to not go there anymore. Then I bought myself an eclair, and I think I put it on top of the car and drove away. Because I don't have the eclair now. And I had it when I left the thing. So I lost the eclair. I'm sad. But the good news is, I graduated from PT. So I get to, um... I've, I have noticeable strength. A lot more strength in my neck and shoulders. I have more flexibility in my neck. I have less pain. So I'm very happy about that. Both because of lower number of headaches and also because of um <laughs> I don't have to go to PT anymore. Uh Daniel has some stories I hope never get published because I don't want to have that conversation with people I know asking if the character is based on them in any way. Yeah. Okay, Kimmy shared that her good news is that her cat is healthy. Christian writing has two rejections and an acceptance. Whoa! That is a lot of things. That is a lot of uh, buttons to push. Congratulations, Christian writing. Well done. Team rejection up to it's not counting. Why is it not counting? I turned the counting thing on. I made a point. It was on my list. I had a list. It's on. Why? Why are you doing this to me? Trying again. Now it's counting. Okay, good. Apparently, 31 plus 1 is 32. And 32 plus 1 is 32. You guys are welcome to put... Um, annoying bot emote in the chat. I'm looking for it, but for some reason it's not showing to me because I'm just cursed, I guess. I don't know. We're writers, not mathers. Yeah, the point is we're writers and therefore we shouldn't have, we should be able to count on the computers to do the maths for us because we don't want to. There it is. Apparently I... Okay, there needs to be a break. I can't just push them one after the other. I thought I left enough time, but I'm pretty sure now I've messed up the count. I think we're at 32. Hitting the yay button one more time because that all of that confusion took away from Christian Writing's happy news. And 
we got the uh, yay button for acceptance. So there we go. Congratulations, Christian Riding. You are killing it. And hydrate. So I hope you guys like the um, like the upcoming or the, <laughs> or the podcast that aired before this one. If you're listening later, because I decided I was going to do a couple things. One is I planned it out in advance. Beyond, here's a thing I'm going to talk about. And two, I scripted it. I hope that I pull it off to make it still sound conversational. But I'm aware that I have a lot of pauses in my speech. Not unlike William Shatner. No one's ever accused me of this. But when I edit, I hear it and I feel awkward. And there's still some ums and some buts just hanging out in my speech. So I thought I would make it a little better by scripting it. I'm pretty happy with the way it went. It didn't take too long to do. It went smoothly. I did drift from the script a little bit, but not too much. And there's a transcript for me right there. No work at all. So we'll see how that turns out. But I'm... Tim, my assistant, and I are going to be crunching some numbers and trying to figure out, you know, when it was 2021, I decided I was going to put a lot of work into doing my, uh, making Twitch and Patreon numbers go just up. I had goals. I had reasonable goals, I thought. And they've done nothing but go down. One of the things I can bet is that people don't like the live show aspect of it. The problem there is I really like the live show aspect. It makes me happy. Podcasting alone is lonely. Podcasting with a live audience, giving feedback, or telling me when I'm wrong is great. And so that's kind of why I've stepped to... I do two live shows a week, but one of them is only recorded for Patreon supporters and one recorded show a week that if I have the time, I do want a script. We'll see how that turns out. See if that helps out anything number wise. You know, Tim pointed out that, you know, 2020, everybody's podcast numbers went up because of the lockdown. Yeah. So when I, but I, I looked at like 2017 to current year and it went, it kind of went up and then down and then way up for 2020 and then it's gone gradually down since. So if it was just the pandemic, it would have been like peak at 2020 and then down 2021, but then 2022, if I were really working on growth, it would start to go up again. It's not doing that. So we're going to try to figure out how I can still be happy with the way this show is structured, but hit a new listener base. That said, leave a review, tell a friend. You don't have to send me money. It's nice when you do. I appreciate those who do, but I appreciate you if you don't and you're just listening. But if you could do a review, that would be really cool. 
That's interesting. Daniel says, I used to edit my own vlogs for YouTube and I just grew to hate my voice after listening to it so much. I, I get used to my voice. I hate it when I first hear it and then it's just a voice. But the funny thing is, um, I start to think this is really boring. I should cut it and cut out things because I've listened to it so many times. But everybody hates the sound of their own voice because your voice sounds different in your head because of resonating and head cavities and ears and stuff. So when you hear what your voice sounds like when it's not in your head, it's just, it's disorienting. That's not me. And we're also more critical, critical of ourselves than others would be. But anyway, that is the new structure for the site, uh, for the podcast. Not very different, but hopefully half of the podcast will be better structured and the other half will be more fun and laid back. Kids are asleep says, I definitely have the inner voice that says you're so boring and no one wants to hear you talk ever. Valerie, you need to listen to the episode that I just recorded today. It'll be out soon. You need to listen to it. Southpaw, hello. I had a similar experience prepping for a training video for work where I was the talking head. Never felt, never felt more self-conscious. Yes. I found someone who could not tell the difference between my mother and myself. Does KS Terminal have a cover yet or is it still in progress? I honestly don't know, actually. I went a couple of months ago, I went through a couple of design um, emails. You know, they sent me four different designs and I said, I like these two. And then they sent me those two designs, but in a bunch of different colors. And I gave input on the colors, and then I haven't heard anything. I think we have a design. I don't know what the balance of colors are going to be. Um, it's a lot like Station Eternity. It's, on, it's in the same style. So I'm very happy about that. But uh, no, I have nothing I can show people yet. I realized I had a little outline, and I was looking for it on the desk while I was playing with this pad of post-its and realized that the list was on the post-its. I'm professional. That's right, before we get to our topic, I want to talk about the new books that are that have come out and that I have copies of. First, Gwenda Bond is a good friend and the author of The Date from Hell and um, crap, what was the other one? Wait. Not your average hot guy. Not your average hot guy. Now, she's out with Mr. and Mrs. Witch, which, if you recognize the cover, looks a lot like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where the boring married couple actually both lead a life of spy stuff, only they don't know each other as a spy. And Mr. and Mrs. Witch is about a witch and a witch hunter. That's all I know about it. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I've known this was coming and I've been excited about it. So if you like fun uh, paranormal rom-com, Gwenda is the way to go. Mr. and Mrs. Witch, it came out yesterday. I just got this and I really can't wait to read it. It's called Death Watch by Stona Fitch. And 
At any moment, seven knives might emerge from the glimmering case of the Death Watch able to kill. By risking death, wearing Death Watch can inspire a deep appreciation of life. But who would create such a dangerous, absurd innovation? Who would sell it? Who would strap it to their wrist? It's kind of like, uh... I don't know, it, it, it gives me feelings of Death Note. Not quite the same, but it still looks pretty interesting. So, that is Death Watch by Stona Fitch. And then I got this gorgeous set uh, because the Five Queendoms book two is out. But they sent me both of them. So I got the Five Queendoms book one, Scorpica. An intoxicating brew of court politics, deadly magic family rivalry, enough swashbuckling female swordplay to delight Wonder Woman's entire Isle of Amazons. McAllister's turn from historical fiction to historical fantasy is a gem. I can't wait for the next installment. And luckily, you don't have to, because the second one just came out, and I'm showing you the back of the book. Arca. So, these are out. They're gorgeous books. And, um, I think book two is already out. I'm not sure. I just picked them up yesterday. Does it have... It does have a little publicity seat in here. It, this is out from Saga Press. When does it come out? March 7th. Okay, so Arca is already out. They're both out. If Brienne of Tarth or Eowyn Shieldmaiden of Rohan are your girls, McAllister has something for you. That's from the Washington Post. Whoa. So, um... G.R. McAllister, Scorpica, and Arca. And speaking of books, I just want to say congratulations to S.B. Divya, who was on the show last week, and uh, she was nominated for The Nebula. I knew when we recorded last week, but it was it was under wraps, so I couldn't say anything. Um, and longtime friend of the uh, show, T. Kingfisher a.k.a. Ursula Vernon won, uh, not won, but got nominated for Best Novel, Nebula. And what blew my mind is Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry. Is that right? Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, chat, please. I can't remember. But Legends and Lattes is one of those unicorns of self-pub that hit at just the right time. Everybody loved it. Then he got a tour deal and tour republished it. And it is a Becky Chambers like book where there is some conflict and there is some action, but really it's about an orc who wants to stop fighting and open a coffee shop, literally open a coffee shop. And it chronicles her gathering of her employees and um, everything from her regular customers to when she needs to expand and it is a just delightful sweet fantasy book about an orc in a coffee shop and um I loved it, and 
A lot of other people did too, and it got nominated for the Nebula. You see, before before I got nominated, I really saw the Nebula as this is the fine literature of SF. Like the stuff I write would never be to that level because I don't, you know, I write fun stuff. So when Six Wakes was nominated, I was absolutely shocked. Absolutely. And so I'm like not as shocked for Legends and Lattes, but I'm still a little shocked because I would not have expected a book about an orc opening a coffee shop to be nebula material. But it there's no lie that it it did not resonate with I don't know anybody who didn't like that book. And it's really interesting to see the Nebulas embrace more happiness, you know? Um, let me see if I... F there, there are a lot of other people who I'm friends with or admire who got nominated, but um, Divya and Legends and Lattes and Ursula are my, my three big exciting... Things. Becky Chambers also did get nominated for a uh, prayer for the crown shy. Do I have my copy here somewhere? Yeah. Okay. All right. A uh, prayer for the crown shy also nominated. No, that's song for the wild built. Anyway, book two of this. Where the hell's crown shy? Uh oh. Anyway. So, good stuff. I'm going to check in with chat. Kids are asleep is going to lurk. Christian writing loves Scorpica. Okay, good. We got a, a vote of confidence on Scorpica. And Shauna just dropped $40 on books. The ebook of Scorpica is on sale for $258. Wow. I don't know when that's, how long that's going to be. Uh, yes, Travis Baldry, good. The baker is, is Shauna's favorite part of Legends and Lattes. The baker is amazing. I just, yeah. I even felt that... I don't want to spoil anybody. I did feel that part of the... There was a little bit of deus ex machina in the final scenes. But I don't care. It still was, was all happy and cozy and funny. The next of Travis Baldry's books looks like so much fun. All I know is the next one's going to be a um, prequel? I shouldn't be allowed to have a bank account because if enough people recommend a book, I'll go buy it. Well, then my my podcast is doing its job. The, ne the sequel title is Bookshops and Bone Dust, which makes me gooey. That's awesome. Lee says, it's the right time for it. I know I was glad to find a low-stakes book these days. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, so anyway, those are the books I'm going to be also remembering, trying to remember to uh, promote the books that come in to me. Um, even if I can't get to interviewing the author, I should at least tell you guys what's out there. 
that I have copies of. And I'm looking forward to all of those books, so my to-be-read list just got larger. But what I wanted to talk about today is challenging myself and offering and, and, and challenging you to challenge yourself. As I mentioned, I'm doing a... Actually, I can't remember if I mentioned this in this one or the other one. This is the bad part about doing too many... More than one show a day. I'm working on a morning routine again. And this one is, like Legends and Lattes, super low stakes. It's tiny. And... But even this small routine is helping me. And I'm close to feeling like I feel wrong when I don't do it. And I think that's like a good plateau, maybe to add something else. And so what I'm going to be doing every once in a while this year is challenging myself for betterment, but on a, not all the time, not all at once, because that's how habits fail, is when you want to change everything at once. And right now it's just personal hygiene, take care of the dog, and work out, and that's all. And I didn't realize how much just knowing I've washed my face and brushed my teeth are done, how anchored that makes me feel. And so, <laughs> long-time listeners will laugh at this, but, you know, if I can't keep striving, then I'll just die. I'm going to be... My next challenge to myself is incorporating journaling, morning pages. I went, uh, was reading Finding Water again, um, to back up a little bit, just in case you're not aware of what I'm talking about. The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron was a very influential book for me in, uh, starting my writing career. Long time ago, but it, I, I read it and incorporated it at the right time in my life, and, it really helped. And she's done other books that address a writer's life at different stages. She's done also books about personal finance, weight loss, which I think, which felt a little weird. I didn't get that one. She's very spiritual, so she has some religion books. Um, the spiritual part is what turns a lot of people off, but I just kind of gloss over it. I try to at least. Because the other thing she talks about is useful. I do have a... <laughs> I feel like I'm throwing up all these caveats. I just don't want you to go in thinking this is an amazing magic bullet and you're not going to have any stumbling blocks because there are some things that she speaks with that well-meaning wealthy, white, liberal tone of 
you know, all you need to do is the thing she did, and then you too can be as good as she is, or as successful as she is. And I'm like, well, I don't live in New York City and can't go walk in the park every day. And, you know, other people have jobs and kids and can't do some of your different projects that you say are necessary to do the artist way. Some of us just cram in the morning pages where we can and try to read your chapter. So going in knowing that it's very, very difficult to follow her instructions to the letter if you're any sort of person with any sort of life. If you're the kind of person who can take several weeks off and go to a meditation retreat, then you probably can handle this book to the letter. That's awesome. But there, there are other people who can't. Don't let that stop you. Because the habit she ingrains, the morning pages, the looking in, you know, one of the big things, looking into your past, the artist way does, and looking for the people who tried to stifle your creative growth when you were a child. Like, those kinds of activities were really, really beneficial for me. And I was reading one this morning, um, and this, is, this was great. I felt very smug. I'll admit it. I felt very smug. Her One of her topics was called... Uh, hell, she used alliteration. I can't remember what it was. Feelings aren't... Failures? No. Anyway, basically, when I, I, I've talked a lot about how emotions aren't reality. You know, one day you're, you, you feel like crap and you look at your work and you think, well, that's crap. Really not. You feel like crap. That has no... That does not change anything around you. That just changes how you look at things. And so if you're feeling low and you look at your work and you think, I'm garbage, this is this just will never work, maybe look at it again on another day. But she has another comment much like that, saying that whatever you're feeling in, inside is not necessarily what your art is doing on the outside. And I felt very smug and vindicated. Hey, maybe I am telling good things here. But I have been thinking about what if I make my changes public to you guys so the accountability will be a little higher. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to uh, start incorporating morning pages into my morning. I may do them while I'm walking on the treadmill if I don't get up in time to do them before I work out, but it'll still happen. And that's the important thing. Also, by the way, those of you who don't feel comfortable doing handwriting or don't have the ability to use handwriting, to do handwriting, uh, don't listen when she says you have to handwrite your morning pages. If you need to journal with a keyboard or you need to journal audibly and have it dictated or you doing the dictating, that's cool too. You know, it's the way you get there is not always the most important thing. If you need to, to write morning pages, you need to do something that she says not to do, but you end up with morning pages. I say that's a win. People are different. They got different abilities, got different preferences. And I think go, approaching the artist's way with the sense that um, you can make changes where you need to will make a lot of people happier.
I mean, the first change I make is, well, I don't believe in the same God she does, so I just kind of have to make my own, figure out my own way of looking at those passages. So yeah, that's my challenge. I'm going to be, hopefully, keeping up with um, accountability, letting you guys know how often I'm doing my morning pages. I'm not going to talk at length about the actual Artist's Way journey, well, the Finding Water journey. Finding Water is kind of the mid-career Artist's Way, like you've, you've, you've gotten some things published or you've had a gallery show. She, she talks about art in general, not just writing. And, but you're, you know, your career is not going to go up, 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 up. It's going to go up and down and up and down. And, you know, sometimes when there's a down, you're just like, oh God, will it ever go up? And this is the book to kind of address that. So I've been wanting to go all the way through and I never have. So that's my goal. I'm starting on chapter six because I've done the first several chapters many times. But I don't feel like I'm skipping anything because I've done those many times. So that's my challenge. I think I'm going to give myself a month to get journaling uh, into my head. I am taking some time off, uh, by the way, for podcasting and streaming at the end of the month. I've got some personal stuff going on that I need to give my full focus on. So the last week of March, mostly, most I'll just say the last week of March, I will not be streaming or podcasting. And if I do have some time to do so, then great. I will. But I can't promise anything, so I will say... Uh, If if there is one, I'll be happily surprised. And it'll probably be a chill-out bar con kind of thing. But that's my challenge to myself. If you guys want to take up the challenge with me, I know a lot of people have talked about doing morning pages, or you're already incorporating them. Or you want to talk about the artist's way, uh, let me know. We've got uh, Discord for all supporters, uh, Substack, Patreon and Twitch. So um, there's a lot of talk about Artist Way and journaling and stuff. We can get that going again. So that's my challenge. We'll, we'll see if I can keep myself honest. If I forget to bring it up in the next couple of weeks, all of you in the chat are fully free to remind me and say, Hey, Mer, that thing, you know, the morning pages, how's that going? Huh? How's that going? And if I do forget to tell you, that's probably because I've forgotten to do it. And so I'll be ashamed, but you will at least remind me what I promised and maybe I'll get back to it. So, yeah. And then, uh, kick in the pants tomorrow for those of you in Patreon. Uh, and the next week, uh, Ditch Stickers, 2 p.m. on Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern time, excuse me. Mary Robinette Kowal will be joining Matt and me on Ditch Diggers, and I have been looking forward to this episode, having her on, for a very long time. Because I'm going to be asking her questions that, that I have been frustrated with. Um, I'm going to call it Author 2.0. You know, once you've sold a book and stuff starts to happen to your professional life, people assume you already know what to do, and no one tells you. Whether that's 
how to act when you're a guest of honor to how to write an award speech. So Mary Robinette is excellent at all things etiquette-wise, and I'm very excited to have her on the, um, to have her on Ditch Diggers. Yes, she is one of the sweetest people in the industry today. Uh, I don't know anybody who's so selfless and giving. She really is. But if you want to learn more about me or my work, you can go to merverse.com. You can support at patreon.com slash mightymer or twitch.tv slash mightymer or mightymer.substack.com. Nobody's subscribing on the pro level at Substack, but if you do, then you will get all of the things the lower level of Patreon gets, which is the exclusive episodes, the early episodes, the, um, you know, access to the archives. So that's, uh, I will start expanding the newsletter if anybody wants to take me up on that. I know a lot of people listening live right now are already supporters on Twitch and or Patreon, so this really isn't for you guys. So you guys don't need... I'm not asking you to go to a third place uh, to, for support. But if Substack's more your thing than Patreon, then check it out. <laughs> but I gotta go to the vet, so I will see you guys next week. I hope you have a great weekend. I Should Be Writing is available to you under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Theme music by John Anilio. Art by Numbers Ninja. Production by Summer Brooks. And hosting by Libsyn. Find all of this information and more at merverse.com. And remember, we can't do this without you. Thanks for your support. Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm sitting home watching Doctor Who.